Hey, what's up, folks? Welcome back to another 3D Hangouts. My name is Noah Ruiz, designer here at Adafruit, and joining me this week is Liz Clark. Hello. Hey. Thanks for having me. Of course. <laughs> uh, normally, my brother Pedro would be on. Um, there is some weather conditions going on in South Florida, so Hurricane. he is yes, he's buckled <laughs> down, staying safe with the family. So everybody, wish him some well wishes. Yes, and hopefully um, he uh, he is okay. Mm. Um, but hopefully we'll be back next week. Uh, this week, we got you in the house. Yep. So literally. we have we literally have you in the house. Um, Liz has a super cool project at CircuitPython and 3D printing, and we're going to talk about it. She's got a learn guide that went out a little bit uh, earlier yesterday. Yes. And I have a sneak peek project. Hopefully the guide goes out this week. And they're both talking related. Yes. So I'll take a, a moment as a result. Nothing. Continue. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Uh, I know it's a little difficult to to kind of change the flow of things, but here we are. Uh, I want to shout out everybody that is joining us live in the Discord chat room. Yay. If you'd like to join us, we got a link for you. Liz, what's the link? Uh, the link is... Um... It's right up here. Don't worry about it's it. It's right up there. It's discord.gg slash Adafruit. That's the link. Or you could do um, adafruit.it slash Discord. You got it. I know that one. Yeah. Uh, so I'll give some quick shout outs to the folks that are joining us live. We got Paul Cutler in the house. Hello, Jim Hendrickson, Andy Calloway. Good morning or good afternoon, wherever you might be. Um, we'll do uh, the normal housekeeping stuff that we do. And uh, then we'll start uh, talking about the projects this week. Hey, Duester is hanging out too. Hello, hello. Hello. So let's go ahead and pay some bills by going over to adafruit.com mm. slash free. Let's find out what's free this week yeah um different tiers these get automatically added to your cart so let's see orders that are 99 dollars or more that pcb coaster is is going for orders that are 149 or more you get the coaster plus a kb2040 that's that lovely rp2040 dev board great for keyboards yes if your order is 199 or more you get the keyboard plus the pcb coaster and free ground shipping the return Ooh. of ups ground shipping love that and if your order is $2.99 or more, you get the free UPS ground shipping, the KB2040, PCB coaster, and the Circuit Playground Express, all in one dev board. Go to adafruit.com slash free for the details. Again, these get automatically added to your cart, so that's really nice. And uh, they're going while supplies last. Also this week, we have a coupon code. This week. Mm. Talk, talk. Talk, talk. <laughs> We will be doing lots of talking, but um, it's there are two projects that have talking in the title, so we figured let's just say talk talk. talk but talk. Uh, if you have anything you'd like to get in your shopping cart from Adafruit, um, just make sure you add code talk talk, talk, talk. and it'll get you ten percent off all physical goods. Yes, very nice. Um, I'm gonna go back to Discord. Thank you for adding the link. Mm -hmm. Doing it. All right, we have a. 3D printed project. Yes. We're going to do a live demo. Which is always risky. It's always risky. But here it be. The time is 11.04 a.m. Yeah. So uh, this is a talking Adabot clock, which is what I worked on this week. Um, it's actually a remake of a project that Philby worked on a few years ago, uh, which was a wave shield talking clock. Uh, and that was with Arduino, and there was an Arduino Uno, and uh, the 
actual wave shield and uh, you press a button, it tells you the time. Uh, so with the uh, prop maker feather <laughs> that was just released, Winnie has things to say about this clearly. Um, we thought it'd be a great opportunity to remake the project um, and using CircuitPython, um, a Stemma uh, real-time clock module, uh, and um, we could uh, 3D print the case. Yeah. Uh, and the case is a remix of the recent Adabot hey, friendly hey, robot. Uh, so I took the Fusion file and I wrecked it. And I <laughs> just... Um, and, uh, cause I'm, I'm not as like precious with my fusion timeline. I, I just kind of, I don't know. I just want to get the, the stuff done. So we have Adabot's head and I just like stretched it out real quick. Um, and then I got rid of the switch. Mm -hmm. Um, I cut a hole in his skull for the, the button there. And also, uh, kind of more of his neck, uh, made a little cutout for the USB mm. and then inside we got lucky that first of all that the head was wide enough to allow for the feather. It's got a snap fit. It's got a snap fit. Just gotta get your there we go. Into gotta that. get in there. Then there we go. Um, and then we have the feather there. Um, real time clock module. Uh, NeoPixel stick in front of the mouth. That's how it illuminates. It's nice. Um, and of course the button. It looks a little scary in there, you know, seeing all those nerve endings and such, but. Um, it's just because I like I like to keep my wires kind of long because then you don't have to worry about um, stuff getting taut or pulled or it's my biggest pet peeve. You get everything assembled and then like a solder point breaks. Fair enough. Yeah. There's plenty of room in there for the, the nest. So much room for yeah. this nest. Cool. Yeah. Um, so do we want to look at the guide or? Yeah, let's take yeah. a look at the guide. Um, okay. So this is, again, Phil B's original guide. Mm -hmm. Circa 2014. Yeah. A lot has changed since. We have CircuitPython now, so let's take a look at uh, the updated mm, clock. Yeah. Um, so parts. Parts here. Um, yeah, that uh, real-time clock modules of a over Stemma QT. Uh, so just plug and play. The only soldering I have to do with this project is soldering the wires to the components, and then everything else um, either is plugged into the Stemma QT port or the terminal block on the end of the feather. So that's nice. We have just about everything in stock except mm -hmm. the, speaker. the speaker. But if you folks want a tip, we actually have a second version of this speaker yeah. that has a shorter cable. So you mm -hmm. can try to get that if you really want to get the part. And you're already going to have to cut off the end because we're not using that tiny little JST. So yeah. it's all good. Cool. All right. Other odd bits. You want to see our yeah. 2012 coin cell battery because that's how the RTC keeps track of time. It's yes. got its own battery. It's yeah. cool. If you, ever not, if you have never used one before like me, um, that's how it works. Yes. So like when if I unplug this, um, the real time clock module um, keeps keeping time. Um, and so the little um, IC that's on the board um, is getting power from that coin cell. And that's how it keeps going. Cool. What time is it? Oh, well, let's see. The time is 11.08 a.m. 11.08 a.m. Very that's nice. nice. Mm -hmm. I was like very entertained while working on this to just like randomly press the button and see it was still working like i when i was breadboarding it um i kept it plugged in for like three or four days and just would randomly press it and be like oh yay it's still going <laughs> let's go all right let's yeah. uh, mosey on over to the next page mm. you got a circuit diagram got a circuit diagram very visual way to kind of see the wiring yeah and as you can see like um there's no actual soldering to the feather so that's nice um 
just using that yeah. terminal block. Very cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what makes the prop maker such a pleasure to work with. Yes. Like when you can just insert a wire and fasten it. So that's really cool. Yeah. All right. 3D printing. 3D printing. Yeah. So as I said, it was a remix of the Adabot friend here. We just took off his head real quick. Um, so the um, the rest of the face parts are all the same. Uh, the only things that were changed were the back plate, um, the electronics mount, and the actual head. Because um, the plate before, it was in there just to mount the NeoPixels on the mouth. Um, so I basically made it kind of this L-shaped thing um, so that it could mount the real-time clock and the feather and also secure into the bottom of the head. Cool. Uh, next page just talks about uh, installing the latest version of CircuitPython on the prop maker feather. Mm-hmm. Straightforward how to do it. Get in a bootlegger mode, drag and drop a UF2 file. Yeah. Code. Here the we go. Code. Great job on the code. Thank like you. Comment everything. I try. It's more for myself later. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> you got all the stuff set up here. Mm-hmm. You can grab the whole bundle because it includes the audio files, which I love. That's so great. You don't have to hunt down Me the too. individual uh, libraries. Yeah. yeah. So that's a great feature. Just click that download project bundle button. Yeah. Because often when I'm like prototyping, I'll have one board that I use for prototyping. And then the board that I actually put into the project is going to be different. And so I will often like upload everything to GitHub ahead of time and insert it into the Learn Guide so I can just download the project bundle and put it onto the final build board, which I definitely did with this one. Just want to make sure that we get oh, the, yes. the link there mm. for everybody to check out. It is published. No, it's good. Back over here. All right. You get a little screenshot to show you how your USB CircuitPy yes. drive should look like. Mm-hmm. Got so many. So many. So and many files. Uh, that is what made this project really easy was that these WAV files already existed. They were used in the previous project. Um, I believe you said Colin made them. I think Colin Cunningham might have made yeah. it because he was um, historically, to spoil the magic a little bit here, mm-hmm. um, he, he was the voice of Adabot. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, um, fun fact. Yeah. Uh, so, that's kind of so. How this works is there's all these audio files, as you can see, and they're all um, different parts of telling the time. So you have like the the time is wave file. That's one, and then it, the time right now is eleven eleven a.m. So you'd have one um, audio file that's for eleven the hour. Next audio file is for eleven the minute, and then an audio file for either a.m. or p.m. And so the way the code works is it gets the t- when you press the button, it reads the time from the real time clock module. And then that um, comes out as a Python datetime line. If you've ever done datetime stuff with Python, you know okay. what that looks like. And then it's taking those numbers from the datetime and searching for a match in the names of the audio files that are loaded from the board. Um, so it's kind of doing a search and build um, every time. And it puts the needed WAV files into an array that then it plays through one by one. Um, and that's kind of how it's working. And I have a function in there that's called uh, prep time. And that's uh, how that goes. That So you can take a look at the logic that's being used there. And um, really uh, leaning on the power of strings um, in Python, you can do a lot of stuff uh, with that. Sweet. Yeah. Very nice. So here's your breakdown of, uh, of your prep time mm-hmm. function. That's where all the magic is really happening. Yes. Yeah. And you have a part here where you're setting up the... Uh, 
Here's where you set up the clock. Yes. So uh -huh. the first time you use your real-time clock module, you'll want to set the time on the module. And so this is just from the real-time clock example code. I left it in there in case you needed to use it. Uh -huh. um, so if it's set to, if you set this to true, um, just by quickly editing it, you can put in your time in the struct time function there. So your date and um, the time is in uh, 24 hour time. So okay. just be aware of that. Um, and then you just hit save and it will set your real time clock module. And then you just change it back to false so that it won't change it again. Mm -hmm. um, and that's how you kind of keep it like that. Because uh, actually for my demo video, um, I wanted to you know, for demoing it, like it'll be a little boring if it's just like advancing like a minute at a time. So I quickly changed the real time clock module to be like 1 p.m. so that we could get like a different sound bite and then just changed it back to the right time. So, uh, and also if you have to change it for daylight savings times or, you oh, know, yeah. maybe you move across the country and you're in a different time zone, um, you can just easily change it with that. Cool. So you set it once and yes. forget it. Once and forget. Right. Yes. Very cool. So it's not pulling internet. No, it's anything. completely disconnected. So, yeah. I like yeah. that. That's cool. Me too. All right. Um, all the kind of main things are broken mm -hmm. out here. So good job on that. Thank and you. Your final loop here. Yes. Yeah. So it's using, um, even though it's just one button, I did use keypad because it's an easy way to just pass in um, a button press mm -hmm. really quickly and not having to worry about any of the debounce logic. It's all done for you. So right. if the button is pressed, um, you know, it grabs the current uh, time from the real time clock module, turns the pixels on, runs that prep clock. Uh, function by passing in the hour and the minute from the real-time clock module, um, which then builds this clock queue array. And then the mixer plays through each of those audio files one by one. Then it clears the queue. So then next time it's mm. empty and it turns into pixels. Nice. Good breakdown. Yeah. All right. So definitely adaptable if folks want to do a different type of project that keeps a record of time. Yes. And a challenge, if you like this project, uh -oh. challenge. Um, challenge time. If, and you're into StereoPython, this could easily be redone to make it into like kind of a cuckoo clock kind of thing, where mm -hmm. if it's at a certain time, um, it would just automatically um, say it out. So if you want to say it on the hour, yeah. you could write some logic in the loop um, to be able to do that. So challenge and if you do it you should bring it by show and tell yes i have another challenge add mm. the code to your adabot figurine yes. and have the servo be the you know the the mechanism to do the cuckoo clock instead of you know a bird coming out his head yes. kind of rotates and says yeah it's the time it could be terrifying yeah so that's a fun kind of code challenge yeah all the assets are already there for you the files the cad files mm -hmm. the code the um the audio files that's a big one like you get some really nice audio files to work with yeah so yeah. That's a fun one. Check it out. Mm -hmm. All right. We're good on time. So we can kind of go over okay. some of the nitty gritty of uh, kind of soldering the components. Yeah. So these are the main components you want to solder, the stick and the button. Yeah. And we're just soldering wires to them. Uh, so you can do them as long or short as you want. Um, like I said, I just like to have some extra length sure, yeah. um, just so you're not worrying about a pull. And then uh, hmm. I, was say, I like to use colors. Yes. I, I typically use like one color, black. Okay. So I like, having color coded yeah. wires is just helpful. Yeah, I like those little, they come in little schools and there's like, I think five colors. I, mm -hmm. I like those. Yeah. That's the wire I like to use. Cool. All right. So and I try to have it match what I used in the fritzing diagram too. Oh, smart. Okay. Cool, cool. Yeah. Your standard stuff. Mm -hmm. um, get your wires all nice and pretty like. Yeah. Okay. Over to the head assembly. Hey, so, hey, this looks familiar. Yeah, so I was able to mirror uh, the page from the robot uh, assembly since it, the, the, that stuff was all the same parts. Uh, mm -hmm. So 
that was yeah that made so, my life easy so yeah the eyes and the mouth snap fit you want to print those in white mm-hmm. and then whatever color you want i've seen you know a couple different color variations you know yeah. pink adabots and black adabots and the ear caps and the antennas are separate so that they yeah. uh, can be printed just, without any supports in a yeah. way. Yeah, and they just press in. They just press it really in. Nice. Yeah, you can glue them in if you'd like, but mm-hmm. they have a pretty good friction fit. And the magic part about making um, the light appear that it's curving with the mouth is to have this uh, this face mask that's printed in a dark color and then press fitted on the inside of the face so yeah. that it kind of stops the LEDs from leaking into the rest of the uh, to the rest of the the head so Mm -hmm. it's kind of a cool little technique there um once you got all your things ready i guess it's time to mount some stuff so you got your your little bracket here yes yeah so um i changed up the mount so that it's uh kind of an l shape so you're still mounting the neopixels out for the mouth and then um you're able to put the real-time clock module and the feather on there as well cool yeah Quick, let me make sure. Yep, good. Mm-hmm. All right. Then real-time clock breakout. Yeah, you put the battery in if it's your first time using it. Um, and then you use standoffs on the mount uh, because the real-time clock isn't uh, flush. It's got some mm-hmm. bump out. So you need to yeah. have the away a bit. Okay. So that gets fitted there. Mm-hmm. You're going to plug in your cable. Yep. Speaker time. Speaker um, just mounts in there. It has a little piece of adhesive that you can pull the paper off and then like kind of push it in. So that's nice. Cool. Yeah. Stays in place. Mm-hmm. Um, the battery comes with a hex nut, so it just gets panel mounted to the hole. Yes. Very yeah. nice. And, then... and you mount the mount so that's mounted. <laughs> um, and uh, I used standoffs uh, to do that initial mounting um, just because then it becomes kind of like a thumb screw because it, it's kind of, it gets a little crowded in there. So. Okay. Oh my god! Yes. <laughs> Help. Yeah. Uh, so that picture is a little scary, uh, but it's it's fairly straightforward because uh, all you're doing is you're just plugging the stemma cable into the stemma port on the feather, and then you're just taking the wires and you're um, putting them into the various terminal mounts. So the neopixel goes into neopixel sh- slots. Um, button goes into the button. Uh, button neopixel share grounds, and then the speaker has its two sections. Yeah. yeah, at this point, if folks want to, like, reduce their wire length, you can yeah. do that, too. But you, you don't have to. I'm just saying. Yeah. You can have a little bird nest. You can have a bird's nest. It's <laughs> um, a happy home for birds. Yeah. Uh, and then the feather takes standoffs, um, and right. then mm-hmm. that gets attached to the plate, and then you use screws from the bottom through, and that cool. gets in there. Yeah. yeah, you just use the M2 nylon kit that yes. has all the screws and standoffs that you could ever want. Yes. So that's really nice. No battery needed, no switch. Yeah. You plug it in through the USB. You could put a battery in there probably, but yeah. I, I tend to avoid batteries. So. Yeah, it's a clock. It doesn't really need a battery. You're not yeah. going to take it around. So. I mean, you might. <laughs> take it with you. Cool. Another very, very nice friends. learn guide. Thank you. Um, again, all the parts, minus the speaker, are in stock. Yes. Which is really nice. Yeah. And uh, time is it? Time is 11.20 a.m. All right, it's 11.20. Yeah. Right on time. Cool. Um, let's see if we have any questions or comments mm. on the Discord. Yes. Uh, what do we have? Um, how accurate is the RTC? 
Uh, so I used um, one of the nicer ones. So it, it stayed fairly accurate because it's been going um, for a few days. So um, it's probably consult. some specs. Yeah, let's there. consult yeah. the. Uh... So there's a data sheet. Yes. It says it's extremely accurate. Extremely. I squared C RTC with a crystal. Yes. Cool. Um, do you know about the learn guide for it? Um, Does it not have a learn guide? It, no, it should. The product tutorial link should take it. Where is that? Right down. This one? Literally right there. Yeah. Okay, cool. There we go. Yeah. So you yeah. get the uh, product data sheet here mm -hmm. if you really want to step into it. That's really nice. Yeah. Oh, wow. That's all the data you would ever want. Excellent. Mm -hmm. um, and you said there's some uh, demo code in both Arduino and CircuitPython? Yes. That's really nice. Yeah. Yep. Cool. There you go. It said imported stuff. Cool. Well, it's extremely. That's the answer. <laughs> extremely. Cool. Yes. Uh, Tyeth is asking, um, mentioning time zone. Oh, I think we are tagged on this issue in GitHub. Oh, okay. um, so I added a them I, I I think there might be a code thing that can fix it. Um, okay. So I, just check with out that the... project, um, admittedly, I tested more sunset than sunrise because harder to test sunrise. Okay. Cool. Yeah, have, check it out. Yeah. Let us know how the uh, yep. the code might fix it. Yeah. Cool. Yay! Yeah, yeah, of course. And a lovely gif of a of a blue robot from uh, Yanni Yanni School. Yes. Very fun. Okay, well, feel free to add any other comments. We'll get to them as we advance here. Mm -hmm. um, we're going to skip a couple segments. Normally, we do like a prototyping segment, and then we do a shop talk sometimes. Um, I guess for shop talk, I, I would recommend checking out um, the GitHub CAD parts library. Library. It's not really a library. Mm -hmm. uh, repo. Um, I added the Matrix Portal S3, which is the new board. So if you want to check that out, um, this is what it looks like. Um, shout out to Melissa for uh, requesting that one. Yeah. And she has a new guide. Yeah. Um, that went live yesterday. Yeah, it uses the uh, the new Matrix S3, and it's a really nice upgrade uh, to yeah. the Matrix Portal. Yep. So scrolling message board. That is my uh, my shop tack. Yes. Now, let me add a link to. The cats are like destroying the house. <laughs> uh, they want to be on the show. They do. Um, go ahead and drop that in there. There you go. If folks haven't heard about it, there you go. They're making sounds I've not heard before. Everything's fine. Short Everything's good. Were you going to talk about the D20 too? Oh, I didn't, did I? No. Excellent. All right. So I guess we do have a prototyping segment. We do. Uh, so this is going to be. Um, this week's 3D Hangouts project. Um, we're still kind of in review and moderation for the guide, but this is the revised D20. We collaborated with Phil B. Um, back in 2015, um, he came up with this project. Let's use uh, a couple different boards to make this thing. So uh, it's been 3D printed in resin from JLC PCB. So I had them 3D printed for me. Came out really, really nice. So you get a really nice surface finish. And they only cost like 30 bucks uh, for a set of three of them. So you can you can you can use their service to, to get some really nice high quality parts. I opted to use some enamel paint to like fill in these uh, these little cavities here for the numbers, which came out really nice. Yeah. It was like um, 99 cents at Joanne's for yeah. one bottle. Yeah. And the enamel paint has like the kind of 
kind of like nail polish. And then I used one of these, uh, these bottle applicators with a fine precision tip to just fill in those cavities. So mm -hmm. that ended up working really nice, but let's talk about the thing to open it. Um, it's, it's two halves that are, that are fastened together with magnets. So there's your magnets. Um, we got, we actually did a counterweight thing. So in the previous project, um, boards were on this side and this side. So now it's all just on this side. So we wanted to add some counterweights with some pennies and a little press fit thing there. Um, so here's the feather RP2040 prop maker. Underneath it, we have a 400 milliamp lipo battery, and underneath that, it's uh, it's that mini, the same mini over speaker that we've been using over and over again. It's just great because it has like that adhesive, and you just stick it to the wall here. So there's a little bit there. You got some holes here for the sound to come out. Also, mm -hmm. some holes here on the 13 to come out. Um, and then um, the slide switch, if you can see it just about there, um, that's how you turn it on. So you actually have to op open it. So these sound effects are actually from Phil B. Yes. Um, he provided those. He recorded them himself. himself. Uh, so let me just make sure my finger's out of the way before I close it. Pro tip. Oh, I did it wrong. Oh, no. Here we go. Ready? There you go. There you go. Nice. And no fingers are pinched. So it's kind of be. It, it's going to get a little loud because i got to roll this thing. So let me see if I can roll it in my hand. Excellent. Nice. It's, it's a little tricky. Yeah. So let me try Uh, I apologize to the uh, headphone users. It's Woo. Impressive. Excellent. So yeah. it has the charm of the original project where if you hit a high number, you're going to get a, a, a randomized praise audio. If you get a low number, you kind of get a little jab. So let me see if I can get a low number. Jeez. <laughs> it worked. It worked. I got 14. <laughs> If I can get a one, it actually has to free fall in order to work. Yeah. Yeah, you can't cheat it. I can't really cheat yeah. it, which is kind of cool. <laughs> so it laughed at me because I got a low number. So yeah. that's a good demo. I'll I'll, I'll stop it there, please. Uh, <laughs> please. <laughs> uh, it's such a super fun project. So it if is. you're a fan of Dungeons, even if you're not a fan of Dungeons and Dragons, like it's such a cool party trick to have this this dice. I guess die because it's singular mm. um, and have it talked and know exactly what uh, what what thing it lands on, what number it lands on. So it's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, should we look at the learn guide? We have some time. Yes. All right. So I'll, I'll queue up the learn guide so folks can kind of see what's behind the scenes here. And then uh, we'll get published a little bit later today or tomorrow. Well, I'm moving parts with this one. So. Here we go. All right. So. You know, overview page covers the parts. It's very similar to the Adabot minus a button. Mm -hmm. uh, so we got the prop maker feathers in stock. The speaker's oh, not in stock, but yeah. it, it will be hopefully. Yeah. Uh, we're using this nice 400 milliamp lipo battery. It just about fits in there. And it's, you know, it's a little bit chonky. So hopefully you get some good battery life. Yeah. Uh, the slide switch and some cables. Um, the Neodymium magnets are this size. You can get these from K&J. It's an online supplier. I really recommend them. They're really nice. Um, and then uh, some M25 steel screws, some super glue, and a screw tap for the threads. And we got a frog there. Love a frog. I love a frog. Pretty simplified circuit diagram. Just mm -hmm. need to solder in the, um, the slide switch to enable and ground. Battery just plugs in. Speaker gets secured to the screw block terminals. Mm -hmm. Easy peasy. Wee. Now, this is really cool. Um, Philby's working on a battery monitor page. 
Uh, it's already in the code. You just need to enable it. But if you want actual battery monitor, uh, you just need to solder in these two um, resistors in these pins. And then in the code, you just want to like tell it true and mm. what pin you're using. Right now, it's set to A3. But what's cool is like when it when the battery when it detects that the uh, voltage is low, it'll actually play an audio file that says battery is getting low. Mm. And uh, there's actually two variants of that audio file, so it randomizes between the two, which is pretty clever. That's very cool. So that's cool that it tells you, um, hey, it's time to recharge the battery. Yeah. And you know when it's open, the USB port is accessible, so uh, you can just recharge it. The onboard, you know. Ba battery charging circuits there, so you just plug in USB and start charging battery. Yeah, pretty pretty nifty. Uh, we got a lot of CAD files. Uh, the STLs we got the Fusion and the step file. If folks want to remix it. Um, I have a link here to JLC PCB if you want to use um, their service. I also have some uh, bullet points here. It tells you what uh, resin I picked and what colors. They actually do sanding, which is really nice. Yeah. If you're if you're not a fan of sanding, it's really nice to nice. get it sanded for you. Nice finish. Very nice finish. Um, Pedro, uh, he actually asked me to make a dual extrusion version because he has a, a, a 3D printer with, with a dual extruder capabilities. So if you have one of those fancy bamboos or the, even the Prusa MMU, you can actually have the numbers be printed in a different color, which is really, really cool. So I might as well um, give that a shot if you have that uh, capability. Uh, if, if you just want the 3D model of the uh, Feather RP2040 prop maker, we have a link here for folks so you can get that in various CAD uh, file formats. CircuitPython is a mirrored page. Just want to install the latest version of CircuitPython. Phil Beast working on the code page, um, but he's got all the code already up on the Learn Guide repo mm. from Adafruit, so you can check that out if you want to get it early. Um, but here is where uh, you would want to enable the battery sensing feature yes. if you want to turn that from none to true. And uh, so Phil B had to... The, yes, it? the... Vectors for the your best site. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> yep, yep. So shout out to Phil B. He ported all the Arduino code to CircuitPython, and he had to map all the face vectors. Basically, just saying like where, yes. what number is this? So these are the coordinates basically for uh, the accelerometer. Yes. it's a different accelerometer too. So he had to write his own freefall detection. Mm. Um, so that's cool. So if you want to know how to do that, you can crib, crib, crib the code here. Um, so there's also a wait time. It'll settle and wait for the uh, for the uh, the accelerometer to, to stabilize, and then uh, tell you what number it's landed on. It's pretty cool. Philby mm. um, also did all the. I think I explained that he did all the WAV file recordings back in 2015. So he was just re able to use them. Uh, their WAV file. So we have really good audio support in uh, in CircuitPython. Yeah. On to the wiring. We're gonna wire up the switch. Pretty standard. And then uh, if you got this uh, speaker, uh, you just want to cut off the tip and you know tin the tin the wires mm -hmm. so you can screw it in. Uh, I cover you know securing the magnets in place. Uh, I really like this glue, uh, the super glue from Starbond. They come with these little precision tips, mm -hmm. so you can really like get in there and like apply a couple dots of glue, which should be enough um, for the magnets. And you just want to make sure you let the glue dry. You know, um, I recommend tapping. Uh, the the standoffs that are built into one of the halves, so you can secure the uh, the feather in place with screws. Um, the screw tap is really nice. It creates uh, the threads for you. Um, I found it uh, very helpful to create those threads instead of having to like grind your screw into the standoff. Mm. Speaker is easy to secure. You just peel the the sticky backing and uh, stick it to the spot. There's like a little dedicated spot for the speaker to chill out. 
Um, and then the counterweights, I went ahead and used the little scale to weigh how much, you know, the half with the electronics are. It was about 13 grams. So I got two pennies and a little press fit cap. So that way the two halves are kind of balanced. We, we, we tried to do, we tried to do a better job this time around mm -hmm. balancing it. It might be like true, but it's, 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 it's effort. Um, and then just attaching the, uh, the speaker to the screw block terminals, connecting the battery. And then I'm actually using the other side of the speaker's sticky adhesive to uh, to fix the um, the battery in place. That's a cool trick. That's a really nice trick. I've never had to use it before, but this ended up working out. Nice. And then this uh, the feather uh, just you know place it over the standoffs that are built into the half, and then add in those uh, those screws. I, I recommend using steel screws, not the nylon ones, just so that they don't get stripped, and uh, they'll fare better because it's going to be getting thrown a lot. Mm. Don't over tighten them. You know you don't want to strip the threads because it it is resin and it can uh, it can crack maybe if you over tighten them. Mm. Um, final check. You want to turn on the switch when you're ready to start rolling the dice, and then uh, just be careful. Keep your fingers away because I have snapped my fingers. Um, and that's pretty much the build. Cool. It's up to you if you want to color it like I did. See yeah. if it... Uh, it it doesn't. It wants a big. Bigger throw, cheese. Very stressful. <laughs> it, it works, and it laughs at you when you yeah. get a low number. I can't believe it works because <laughs> it's, especially with their little setup here. A, yeah, we're the reason why we're struggling a little is it's a very condensed thing, and we're trying to keep it on frame. So. Right, it's really <laughs> hard to get the video too. It was like, oh boy. Yeah. So if you're using this um, as part of your game, you might. Have like a wide thing. I, I think when people do Dungeons and Dragons, they have kind of like a big playmat thing, right? Yeah. Yeah. Maybe. Let us know if you if you if you uh what you think. Yeah. Fellow or maybe not fellow. <laughs> okay. Uh gonna check in to the Discord and see what's going on. Mm. Um that D20 looks fancy now. Thank you, Yanni. Mm. Uh the requirement of free fall reminds me of an old iPhone app. You had to throw your phone in the air, and it would measure the height of the accelerometer, and oh, then keep perfect. high score of users. That is a wild one. <laughs> Thanks, clever. Apple deleted it from the app store for obvious reasons. Yeah, because it's like a lot of people were um, breaking their phones. Wild. All right. Well, the learn guy will go up later this week. If you want to build one, mm -hmm. um, be on the lookout for it. Yes. All right, and that is the prototyping slash weekly project. Yeah, I want to roll it again, but I know it's just going to fall on the floor again. All right, we're going to switch gears here and talk about this week's Time Lapse Tuesday. Mm -hmm. Every Tuesday, we, Pedro, <laughs> finds a, uh, a design from the community and uh, prints it. So this week we have something kind of weird because uh, it's just like, the spooky season. So yeah, so. this is indeed spooky, creepy. Uh, and shout out to Phil, Phil, uh, PT, PT, Philip Tyrone, Mr. Lady Ada. He actually said, submitted this too. and was like, Hey, you guys should try it this out. And uh, Pedro had already printed it because he's a fan of the Crocs. He's, yeah. He's a Crocs aficionado. Yeah, I would say so. He's got <laughs> lots of Crocs. He's got a whole, anyway, uh, these are these are 3D printed toes that are designed to fit into the holes of the crockers. The <laughs> so it looks like your toes are sticking out of the crocs. 
you could paint the toenails, have a time, print them in all sorts of different, these like zombie toes. Creepy. Anywho, uh, designer uh, HBRDL made these. They're a buck 26 US mm -hmm. dollars. So it's a paid design, but um, you know, shout out to the designer who painstakingly made these toes. I mean, they're really accurate. Yeah, that's, that's what those <laughs> look like. For sure, toenails and all. Um, so uh, Pedro printed them on, you know, his printer with the, I think with supports. Maybe there's some built-in supports. I think and there's stuff. some supports. Yeah. Yeah. So your mileage vary on your printer. Yeah. Um. Okay. That is this week's timeless Tuesday. We're gonna check take the blah, 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 blah. We're gonna take a look at community makes. These are designs and makes that were uh, sent to us. First up, we have the owl audit. This was posted up by Palm C on printables. And they said this printed nicely with 5% infill. Sweet. We have a yellow burb. So this is a print and place design that uh, the head rotates. Yes. And uh, it's a lovely bird, if I do say so myself. It's a really yeah. nice design. And it's kind of a like a benchmark for your printer too, and make sure it'll mm. print with the right tolerances and everything. For sure, yeah. And uh, it's kind of fall-esque, right? Owls? Yes, definitely okay. fall-esque. Cool. Autumnal, if Autumnal, you will. Autumnal, if you will. Fancy mm. word. All right. After the owl, we have a little bit different an electronics case. What is it? What is it? It is the Raspberry Pi high-quality camera case. Nice. This was posted up by Mabux. So they printed it for a friend in gray PLA, um, and it was easy to print. And next time they would try without print without a brim because you don't need a brim, I guess. Cool. Thanks for the model, no problem. Yeah, it looks that looks really nice. I like the color combos. Nice, I'm a yeah. fan of a PEI bed. You get that nice texture. I like the sparkly aspect of it. <laughs> okay. I think it looks sparkly. It when does. It yeah, yeah, it does. Cool. So if you want a nice case that's not fits for your Pi HQ camera project. Check this one out. It's Pies are one. starting to become available again. So it's a good point. Yeah. All right. Next up, we have. Oh, this is a classic project. This is a Pi retro game handheld. Oh, cool. Yep. Uh, posted by Printer Man on Printables. Great, great uh, handle. We'll update when the parts are back in stock on Adafruit. Okay, yeah. We're still slowly getting our parts back in stock. This is a two-piece case um, with various components to make a, your own little handheld. Nice. Cool. It's nice to see people are still making this one. <laughs> There's like a couple different variants of it. Yeah. You yeah. have the Oh, that's Pie Girl too. Okay. Mm -hmm. I see. Yeah. It's a little bit more chunkier. We have like a pocket version too. Mm, Maybe that uses some... the zero and this one uses a full-on Pie. Yeah, it's using a fallen pie. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, that one is the uh, the zero mm. up there. Yeah, it has that button PCB. Right. Yeah. That's it kind of cool. fits on like a hat. Mm -hmm. Pretty cool. Mm. All right. After that, we have return of the heat press insert rig thingamabob nine thousand. <laughs> this is a fun one. Uh, how would I say that? Akano. Icono9 posted this up on printables. Um, they said they're filling the counterweight with 608 ball bearings. Well, it wasn't enough, so they added a rubber band. And it works fine now. Cool. 
Cool. I like the base. Everyone yeah. always makes their own custom parts, whether it fits their custom soldering iron or their own base plate mm. or their own ball bearing mechanism. Like it's a really cool yeah. uh, mechanism for a uh, lot of people have made this. Yeah, it's a really popular one. It's like a good tool for, you know, heat sets, inserts. Yeah. Yeah. So cool. Lots of remixes as well. So shout out to everybody for posting up the remixes. Sweet. Okay, into the land of the Jedi. We have a very fun uh, <laughs> post make of the lightsaber RP2040 with the prop maker feather from Duckford. Duckford posted up uh, a really, really nice uh, description of his build experience. Um, so if you want to check that out, um, check it out on printables. But we'll take a look at some of the photos. Here it is turned on with the, with the blade turned on. Nice. A couple of different... Um, Colors here going on looks really nice. Yeah, it looks fantastic. It does yeah. No finishing, like you, you get some really good um, surface quality with just like really nice glittery type filament. Mm. So, wow, that looks really good. That's good. This is a testament yeah. of your printer. Like, wow, that looks great. And uh, here is a picture of the feather Ooh. getting mounted in there inside the hilt for easy access. So, if you want to make your lightsaber, this is the. Yeah. One of the better. A lot of people have been making the lightsaber too. Yeah. Shout out to Printables for uh, featuring it. Mm. <laughs> it's got a little feature thing on there. So it's very nice. Next up, Star Fragment Lamp. Decibel posted up their make. I wonder if Decibel's the. I think they are. Oh, hey, Decibel. <laughs> Thank you for posting your make. It looks yes. awesome. Looks really good. I really like the uh, the purple filament here. Yeah. There it is turned on. There's another shot of it on a nice wooden table. Mm -hmm. ah, I feel so warm. I like the the, the glow of the, the star fragment. Yeah, looks really good. Snifty. Cool. Yeah, let us know how the uh, the code update works for you. Yeah. All right, I'm queuing up the next one. Oh, this is a classic. This is the uh, the feather box enclosure designed to fit like a whole slew of feather and feather wings. Cool. Um, this was posted by PTK on printables and they uh, have the NRF52840 feather with a with an OLED feather wing on top. Nice. Looks good. Also PEI textured bed. Good way to quickly get a project enclosure going. Yeah, for sure. And it's not fits. Mm. Yeah, all sorts of different um, bits for it. And the last one is another lightsaber. <laughs> this is posted up by Boyson IPL, and they just have a photo of it in this really nice glitter black. Nice. I yeah. love the glitter filaments. Absolutely. Yeah. It's a great way to kind of avoid sanding and having to paint it and all this. Yeah. I like it. That looks, looks good. really good. All right. Thank you for posting that up. And that is this week's Beauty Makes. All right. Some Wookie Crocs. Uh, we have a comment coming in from Stuff with Kirby. I have some Wookie Crocs. Excellent. Very cool. Maybe you can print the Wookie toes. Oh yeah. And like adds fur to it. Yes. And Veronica is also a fan of of glitter filament. We agree. It's the way to go. It's the way to go. Cool. Yeah. All right. Uh, before I close out the show, 
If you'd like to pick up anything from the Adafruit shop, please use coupon code. Talk, talk, talk. Whimsical, <laughs> whispered whimsical. That's what a great. Time. Yeah, what a time to be alive. Just talking, 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 talking electronics. Wow. <laughs> um, let's see. Before I go, uh, I want to let folks know that tonight, back-to-back hmm. -to -back shows. It's yes. Wednesday. First up, we have show and tell. We invite you to come on, mm -hmm. hang out in the Discord server, and I will be hosting show and tell tonight. Ooh. Yes. Excellent. So 7.30 so, uh, p.m. is when it starts. You'll mm -hmm. want to come in a little bit early, maybe 7.20. Yeah, I'll post the link in the live broadcast channel on uh, Discord. Okay, and okay. you'll be able to join in the StreamYard. Yeah. So bring your projects. Yeah. And then at 8 p.m. we'll be Ask an Engineer with uh, Lady Ada and Mr. Lady Ada. And Baby Ada, maybe. Maybe. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, open source hardware news. Um, Circuit Python news. Circuit Python news. Uh, Ion MPI. Yes. And All sorts of fun segments. And I think new products. Yeah. 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 Tom Secret as well. All good stuff. On mm -hmm. um, you guessed it, Ask Engineer. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> That's my PT impersonation. Uh, what else do I have here? Uh, we have a slew of shows all week. John Park's workshop is on Thursdays at 4 p.m. Eastern. Yep. 2 p.m. Pacific, I believe. The return of John Park. Yes. Um, Foamy Guy might be on, or is it Scott? I believe it's Scott. I need to um, update this. Yeah. The return of Scott. Scott's yes. been doing a, a, a grind. Doing his deep dives. His deep dives. So just envision that this says Scott. Yes. <laughs> All right. Um, and then on Saturdays is the Sundays, Sundays, Sunday, Sunday at oh, random I'm, hacker times. Oh, this is an old one. It says Periscope. I mean, I guess it's still around. X scope. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> um, Tuesdays is, uh, JP's product pick of the week. Yep. Yeah. Yesterday was the audio BFF. Very nice. Yeah. Good demos. Mm -hmm. Good product. Yes. Okay. I'm out of, uh, I'm out, out of gas. You're out. I'm out of gas. Okay. Thank you everybody so much for joining yes, us. Yes, thank you. Um, don't forget. Talk, talk. Talk, talk. The time is 11.47 a.m. Don't forget when the time is 7.30 p.m. Eastern. Uh, show and tell tonight, mm -hmm. followed by Ask an Engineer. Yeah. We are beating a dead horse. <laughs> Thank okay. you so much, everybody. We'll see you next week. Yes. Uh, hopefully, Pedro is all good. Yep. Make Thanks for having know. me. Of course. Thank you for coming. It was really nice. Uh, that's it. All right. Normally, we say um, something, something. Make but until a great then, day. make a. We're out of sync. Sorry. Until then, don't forget to make, make a, a great, great day. day. And then I put the the banner over us. All right. Bye, Bye. folks. See you tonight.